Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Behind the Curtain Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Loy. This is a podcast where we take an inside look at an expat life. As an American citizen who has lived in Central Europe for almost 20 years, I'm going to take you behind the scenes to explore the joys and struggles of a foreigner. All right, I'm going to start today's episode with a question. Do you ever have a situation where you know somebody's going to ask you a question? You know it's coming. And see, for me, this question every year or so uh, happens like clockwork. It's usually in the wintertime, but now I'm ready for it. And I've learned that I got to make my answer count. My answer has to have some punch to it. And I want it to land hard when I answer this question. And I find that this question that I get all the time, it's the perfect opportunity to speak um, something good into the lives of Czechs. Let me give you a little bit of the story. I'll walk into the school and a Czech student will inevitably come up to me and say, hey, Mr. Loy, and they'll elongate that why for a while and they'll say, They'll tell me something. They'll tell me that the Czechs are going to play a hockey match against the Americans. And then they'll ask me that question. Mr. Loy, who do you want to win? Now, this is a loaded question. And they know it. And I know it. (laughs) And my answer to this question, though, requires a little bit more explanation than you'd think. But let me first paint a picture of hockey in the Czech Republic before we get to my answer. I think hockey is one of the few things on the planet that makes a Czech genuinely happy. Now, I know that not every Czech loves or even likes hockey, but it really sure seems like it. Of course, I'm overstating the case, but just a little. Other things make them happy too. You know, there's like taking a long Sunday walk in a forest or cuddling up in a chata with big snowflakes falling from the sky or sipping on a half-liter beer with a good friend. Those things make them really happy. But hockey makes them, well, how should I put this, giddy. And this giddiness doesn't really exist solely in a lighthearted manner, but rather mixes with a sense of nationalism. Now, Czechs are not patriotic in the least, at least not outwardly. I strongly suspect, though, there's this patriotic spirit that lives deep in their soul, but is covered by layers of disappointment and fear that have been induced by centuries of foreign domination, and their historical past has just brought in lots of disappointment and fear. But most Czechs will confess, hey, We're not patriotic. But I tell you what, when that puck drops on the ice of an important match, now I want you to think Olympics here or World Championship, there's a fire that's kindled. Now, I think the ice rink represents an equal playing field that pits Czechs against the rest of the world. Now think about this with me. Playing against Russia represents Maybe, you know, retribution for years of dominating their country. Playing against the Germans kind of gives them the ability to prove that they're just as good. You know, playing against Canada, 
You know, it's a chance to one-up the inventors of the sport. Playing against the United States, it's the opportunity to take down the big guys. Playing against Finland, well, I don't know. But you get the point. The Czechs on ice can skate with anyone and gives them a chance to flaunt their value to the rest of the world. And it makes them proud. You know, I can remember the day. It was May 16th, 1999. And I remember returning home from a trip. I got out of the train station. I started walking home from the train station. And I noticed that there was a really distinct lack of people around. And as I was thinking about that, all of a sudden there was this huge roar that just erupted seemingly throughout the whole town. And that ruckus noise reflected the Czech's victory in the World Championships over Finland in 1999. That image is just burned into my mind, that sound. And with this victory, Czechs were able to show the world that they, all of the 10 million people that they are, had what it takes to defeat the giants of the world. Now, Czechs could not overpower their opponents. They really never do. However, throughout time, they have found these artistic ways to cut up and dissect the enemy. I remember once uh, I was at my son's baseball practice and there was a proud Czech father there. And even though we're at baseball, he was just waxing philosophically about hockey. Back when he played it, it was all about technique and there was an artistry about it. There's a way to properly play and surgically dissect your opponent. You don't win by might, but by the head. You know, Czechs, they, they win by not bullying or overwhelming the opponent like maybe the Americans and Russians do. No, the Czechs are not a big nation. But there's this internal satisfaction to artfully defeating a big opponent. It takes skill. And the Czechs have what it takes. They understand the nuances. When the Czechs play an important game, the community just shuts down. Uh, <laughs> they don't want to miss this any minute of the game. This moment when they can watch their nation shine. You know, I, I, I ask myself, are the Americans waiting on their hockey results? There's no way. Americans expect to always win because they know they win a lot. Therefore, the result of one game in one particular sport, it really doesn't matter. Americans don't even have a super strong love of hockey, at least on the national level. Americans define themselves by their medal count because that's what matters to the Americans, the score. To the Czechs, again, it's the artistry. It's a chance to show their worth. Czechs take time off, settle in, and anticipate their chance on the ring. Sit before their TVs and just watch. Because it's the great equalizer of nations. At least that's what I call it. Work stops, schools stop. No teaching happens when the game commences. It doesn't matter who you are, male, female, old, young, fan, non-fan. One time, I walked up the stairs to my office. 
at school. And I saw four students each with a school laptop on their laps, silently staring at the match. So I, you know, I tried to engage in some banter with them, but one girl just got up and left because I was talking too much. So being the curious person that that I am, I went from room to room and I noticed that the site was the same. That was most kids were gripped to, to some sort of screen projecting their hope to topple the mighty Russians. So I started documenting what was going on. So at 9.14 a.m., the first period ended and school activities resumed only to stop again about 15 minutes later. You know, teachers have to let them watch or else you're going to endure the scornful accusations of treachery. <laughs> Gym class even stops. One teacher aide muttered to me, Sem skeptitska. Translation, I'm skeptical. Well, of course you are. This is what I'm thinking. You, you, of course you are. You're playing the big bad Russians and Czechs don't always win. And Of course you're going to have that skepticism. One girl says to me, this is so important. <laughs> so true. So true. There's still hope remaining to, to win against the Russians. Um, until about 9.42 a.m. Remember, I'm documenting this because it was so interesting. When the Russians scored that first goal. There's this collective, no, which means no in Czech, accompanied by groans, and, and they just kind of resound throughout the school. A short time later, the Russians score a second goal on a play where the Czech goalie seemed to be screened and blocked, and there was just stunned silence. A chance to prove themselves? Gone. But a flicker of hope remains there for a minute as, a, as the goal's being replayed and whether it was legit or not. And during the replay, the camera falls on this blonde Russian woman wearing a red, white, and blue Russian ski hat. Just standing there and blankly staring with mouth ajar. Her mouth is wide open. <laughs> the Czechs kind of giggle. It breaks up the, the silence. At least they can poke a little humor at the enemy. But at 9.54, the cameras fall back to her celebrating with her nation up 2-0. Eventually, the Czechs went on to lose 3-0. Don't worry, I thought. They'll be back. They always are. Later, later that day, I picked up my six-year-old daughter at preschool. She was holding and waving a Czech flag. I asked my daughter, why did you have a Czech flag? She answered, because we voted for them. <laughs> like, you, you voted for who? And after a few seconds, I, had, I realized what she meant was she was rooting for the Czechs. I asked if they watched hockey, and she said yes. I doubt she had a clue what was happening. Even the preschool kids just stopped and watched the match. Think about that for a minute. The whole country is united for one goal. Work stops, and school stops, like I said, and even the preschool stops. So, 
to get back to the question I started this podcast with. How do you answer a question that you know that's coming and it's loaded, it's a loaded question and both they know it and you know it. So as a foreigner, what do I say when I'm asked who I want to win against America and the Czech? A little bit of a conundrum. If I say the Americans, they'll think, eh, typical American. It's always about the win. If I say, you guys, I don't care, they'll think, how can you not care about the game that represents this really important chance to show who we are? The great equalizer of nations. The ice rink. The hockey match. So I say, I want the checks to win. Because the truth is, I really do. Why? Because I know this means the world to them. I know Czechs have what it takes. They are a nation to be reckoned with. The rest of the world needs to see that. The ice rink gives them a chance. They have what it takes. I just want Czechs to see it for themselves. Thank you for listening to the Behind the Curtain podcast. If you want to get the show notes or have new episodes delivered directly to your phone, you can go to the website behindthecurtainpodcast.buzzsprout.com to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And as always, any ratings, reviews, or shares are greatly appreciated. If you'd like to connect, you can write me at the Behind the Curtain Podcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear your questions and comments. This is Justin Loy. Take care, and I'll talk to you later.